0: Welcome back to the Charity Stripe on the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio. We're back, baby. It's the Charity Stripe. Pitch free throws. Cuz, the FOE, Joshua Fisher here representing the gang. We're going to do a little AFC preview. We'll start in the East, the AFC East. Not only the presumed AFC favorites, but maybe the Super Bowl favorites. Buffalo Bills look to dominate the division. And as long as everyone stays healthy and look, I'm a Patriots fan, and there's nothing that would make me more happy in this world, obviously, than to watch Bill and Mac turn back to the Brady era and go and dominate this division once again and win it in a year where no one sees it coming. That being said, the only way I foresee that happening is if someone gets hurt in Buffalo, and that's someone being Josh Allen, and it's the last thing we want. The Buffalo Bills are built to win this thing. Not a hot take, not a surprise to anybody. Josh Allen looks to be the prize of that QB draft. Five QBs taken in the first round of that draft. Lamar's won an MVP. Josh Allen could do it this year, if not this year. Next, the year after that, his time is coming for that award. But this team has bigger, bigger sights than an MVP award for their quarterback. It's the Super Bowl. It's a ring. They were inches away from beating the Chiefs last year, and the Chiefs were inches away from beating the Bengals and going to another Super Bowl, their third in a row. This Buffalo Bills team obviously has the QB, good offensive line, very stable and strong head coach. Receiving group, Gabe Davis, I don't know if he's a wide receiver one on many teams. But he's an extremely strong wide receiver too. Obviously Diggs is Diggs. People, a lot of wide receivers regard Diggs as a top five wide receiver. Whether you believe that or not. The people who play the position at the professional level view him as such. McKenzie. Isaiah McKenzie has drawn rave reviews coming out of camp. And then they bring in Jamison Crowder. Oh, reliable. The receiving group is tight. Running backs. People think James Cook, brother of Dalvin Cook, could pop off as the RB1 in Buffalo. But you still have Dev Singletary. You still have Zach Moss who you could use at the goal line. They've done an excellent job drafting on the defensive line. They have depth there. The defensive backfield, they have the best safety duo in the league. That doesn't get talked about enough. Obviously, Tredavious White will be coming back at some point, And they add Von Miller. This is a team poised Not only to win the Super Bowl, but to really dominate this year. The Buffalo Bills have not been to the Super Bowl since, you know, I was not even a baby. Since I was pretty much like a, hey, maybe we want to have one of those one day. Talk between my parents, who may not even have been married at the time. For most of my life, they stunk on ice. And now here we are. This is not only a team that can win this year, but this is a team that can win for the foreseeable future. The only caveat I would put to this team, offensive coordinator change, Ken Dorsey comes in. Brian Dabble, obviously the head coach of the New York Football Giants. I don't think they'll miss a beat, but that's just one small little thing. Who's going to finish second in the AFC East is the big question. Is it going to be the Jets? No chance. To me, the hype the Jets are getting is undeserved. Them being called a sneaky team. With or without Zach Wilson. And I look at it. It's not even a disrespect to them. I look at how many good teams there are in the AFC. In their division alone. They're for sure the worst team in the AFC East. If you go to the AFC North. They'd be the worst team there. They'd be the worst team in the AFC West. They're better than the Jaguars. And better than the Texans. But I don't think. It's that far off. They will be picking in the top 10 again, maybe the top five. They're young, their head coach is inexperienced, and he's a defensive guy who has not shown enough on the defensive side of the football. Everyone, and again, when you draft a young quarterback, the focus of the franchise and the fan base turns to Zach Wilson. It's all Zach Wilson. When the Jets went to back-to-back AFC Championship games, they had Mark Sanchez, who didn't much last much longer after the AFC Championship appearances with the franchise. You bring in a defensive guy in Robert Sala. Can he coach the defense and get that to a reputable place? He's not going to stop the Buffalo Bills offense. But what I'm looking at for the New York Jets, can he give Mac Jones and Tua Tagovailoa a tough time? That's the kicker there. That's the real benchmark of the season. Can we see improvement? They've added Jermaine Johnson and Sauce Gardner in the draft. C.J. Mosley looks to be fully healthy. They still need a couple more corners in my opinion. Quinn Williams is a budding superstar. Can he make that jump? They have good offensive weapons. The Becton injury is detrimental, obviously. But they're a tucker could be a very big, bright spot on the offensive line for as far as young players go. I don't think this team wins more than six games, but can the defense be competitive? That's what I'm looking for for the New York football Jets. Patriots, I think, and this pains me to say, they punched a little bit above their weight class last year. I was happy they made the playoffs, but I was also a little surprised. I think the Ravens getting injured was to their biggest benefit. The Browns' injury woes and turmoil was to their benefit. I don't necessarily think, look, the Chargers obviously made big splashy moves in the offseason, getting Khalil Mack, J.C. Jackson, who's injured, but he'll be back. I think this Chargers team, and a lot of people think so, is handily better than the Patriots. I think the Patriots playing in a bit of an easier division, getting the Jets twice, and they snuck one against Buffalo, who which we saw what happened in the playoffs. Absolutely dominated by the Bills. Might as well not even have shown up. People, It, was, it reminded me of when people were saying the Chargers can beat the Patriots the year the Patriots beat the Rams in the Super Bowl. People were saying that that Chargers team can go in to Foxborough and Rivers' last hurrah and take down Tom and the Patriots. And the Patriots pretty much ended the game before it even started. That was what that Buffalo game against the Patriots was like last year. I just don't know if they've added enough offensively. Devonta Parker, Jacoby Myers, Kendrick Bourne are all clearly NFL receivers, but they're all wide receiver threes on a Super Bowl team. If you go, hey, what's if you go to the Chiefs, Jacoby Myers would be a great wide receiver three, or even the Niners, right? Jacoby Myers is their wide receiver three. and they have Ayuk and they have obviously Debo. That's a lethal, a lethal wide receiver core. But either him or Devontae Parker, who has had some success, but again, off-injured guy. That's your wide receiver one with a second-year quarterback. I'm not feeling great. They're going to run the football. I'm curious to see what Pierre Strong, the rookie, can do. Damian Harris had a boatload of touchdowns last year. Ramondre Stevenson's getting a lot of love, a lot of fantasy love. And obviously the kicker for the Patriots, which... Is oft overlooked because Tom Brady was the quarterback for so long, is the defense. Like, look at that Ram Super Bowl. Scored like, three points. That McVay offense. That McVay offense that dominated last year, albeit with Stafford instead of Goff. But they had Gurley. They had C.J. Anderson, who was just a bowling ball in that playoff run. They ran into a buzzsaw that was the Patriots defense. If Bill has that Patriots defense tuned up, they're going to be competitive. I think whether they're better than the Dolphins or not becomes the big question. But now we're just arguing who's second in the AFC East. Because realistically, the Dolphins' biggest question mark now goes to number one, QB1, and Tua. We're not long removed from Tank from Tua. Like there, He was taken ahead of Herbert. He was supposed to be taking him ahead of Joe. If Joe Burrow didn't have arguably the greatest college season in the history of college football, Tua goes ahead of Joe. It was tank for Tua, not only for that season, for years. He almost was Trevor Lawrence before Trevor Lawrence. Not as talented, obviously, but hey, this guy is a lock to be the number one pick. There's no argument. He was almost that. He was a step and a half behind The Andrew Luck, Trevor Lawrence, hey, this guy has to be the first overall pick. Tron Armstead's a very underrated add by the Miami Dolphins. Great left tackle. They could end up having the best wide receiver duo in football by the end of the year, which is crazy to say. Obviously, the Evans-Godwin situation in Tampa. We'll see how Godwin comes back from injury. The Bengals, Higgins chase, and you throw in Boyd. But we could be sitting here, Chargers obviously, at the end of the football season, because Jalen Waddell is that dude as well, and Mike McDaniel is imaginative as a head coach, as an offensive mind, and I'm very intrigued to see how he uses his speed, because that's what he's got. He's got a lot of speed in Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddell, and Mostert who he has familiarity with. He's the RB2 there. And Chase Edmonds. How high will they fly? I don't know. How fast? This team's going to move. And if Tua can't get with the program, and I think he can, he will be replaced. But the big question for each team, do the Patriots have enough offensive firepower to keep up with some of the AFC teams in that five in the wild card range, and can the defense be in lockstep from pretty much week one on? After losing J.C. Jackson, is Tua really the guy to run the offense in Miami? Can Robert Sala tune up the defense to a reputable point where they're competitive and holding some of these higher power? How do the Jets play against the Bills? The Bills are scoring 20-plus against the Jets. But can they score under 35? Can they keep the what could be the best offense in football on a young defense in that 24-31 to 31 range? I'd be impressed. Don't think it's going to happen, but I'd be impressed. And can the Bills stay healthy and get home field? That's the kicker. Can they dominate the AFC East and get home field advantage? You don't want to go to Arrowhead. Tyree Kill, no Tyree Kill, you don't want to go to Arrowhead. You probably don't want to go to Cincinnati or Baltimore. Heck, I wouldn't even want to go to Indianapolis. Not saying that's going to happen, but if you are the Buffalo Bills and you want to win the Super Bowl, and you really think this is your year, number focus one through five, one through ten should be going undefeated in the AFC East. And locking in home field advantage. Locking in that bye and locking in home field advantage. Because nobody, talk about not wanting to go to Arrowhead. Who in their right mind is going to want to go to Buffalo? Dead of winter. No thanks. The AFC North is tricky. Obviously the Browns, yes, they're going to hand the ball off and run the football with Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb. Sorry, or flip it, Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt. They bring in Amari Cooper. I love David Bell, the rookie wide receiver, around three out of Purdue. The defense has pieces. But as far as how high they... How are they going to be without Deshaun? If they can win five or six games without Deshaun, they're going to be in the mix. But are they even going to be in that position? I don't know. The Ravens, I've been hooting and hollering that they are... My dark horse bet, plus like 2200 at betonline.ag. Go to betonline.ag today. use the promo code BELIEVE. Get 50% off your welcome bonus. I've been hooting and hollering that the Ravens are my dark horse pick to win the Super Bowl. All their running backs, literally all their running backs go down last year. Lamar Jackson goes down their 8-3, first in the AFC North and first in the AFC in general. Cornerbacks galore go down it might have been one of the most injured teams I've ever seen, not just in football but in the history of my my time watching sports. Maybe I could be misimagining, but there was a Clippers team that dealt with some injuries, probably knowing Blake Griffin, Chris Paul. But this team was broken and beaten. They have a lot of guys. Look, look, you have Marcus Peters. you have Marlon Humphrey. they go out and they sign Marcus Williams from the Saints. You don't necessarily have to play Kyle Hamilton right away. You can ease him in the first round rookie with safety. Same with David Ajabo. But I'm really curious. I mean, I think this defense is going to be nice. I think Mark Andrews has a chance to to usurp Travis Kelsey as the top receiving tight end in football. Isaiah Likely, the rookie tight end, has been playing exceptionally well in the preseason. I don't think that should be taken lightly. Two tight ends, who doesn't love that? Would love to see them get my boy Devin Duvernay double D involved, and he should. Can Lamar stay healthy? That's the kicker. Drafted in a new center. Ronnie Stanley's coming back. Can Lamar stay healthy? They added Juwan James some depth on the offensive line. Not the boy, yeah. But can Lamar stay healthy? That's the big question for the Baltimore Ravens. If Lamar stays healthy, they're gonna be competitive to win the AFC North. The Bengals, did they peak last year? I saw somebody on NFL Network maybe say that if they could have one quarterback in a game to win a game, it'd be Joe Burrow. And as long as Tom Brady is breathing and putting on a football jersey and pads on Sundays, sometimes Mondays and Thursdays, it's number 12. But Joe Burrow has a chance to be that dude. He might already be that dude. He just needs to get over that hump where he's already at. He's already at that hill. But similar to the Bills, you have to win the division. You have to look at that Cleveland Browns team and go with or without Deshaun Watson we are winning both of those games. You have to smell blood in the water with the Steelers. I think they're going to be sneaky good or sneaky competitive because, again, it's Mike Tomlin. Again, I don't think Trubisky is awful. I think he was in a bad situation. I'm not saying he's a superstar, but I think he's in a bad situation. And even if they turn to Kenny Flickett, I think he's going to be super solid. He may not be Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert, Burrow, Lamar, but he could be that Mac Jones-level quarterback. He's agile, doesn't make many mistakes, and they have really good receivers in Pittsburgh. But if you're the Bengals, you have to look at both of those teams and go, we have to go 4 now." And if we split with the Bengals, we split with the Bengals. And we split with the Ravens, we split with the Ravens. But then you're 5-1 and one in the division. And the Ravens can get sloppy sometimes. Get a little fancy with the spices at the end of games. And I think, there's a Bengals team, if they go 5-1 and one in the division, they'll finish the top three seed in the AFC. And then they're poised to go back to the Super Bowl like they are. Burrow gets older. And you can't... People underrate the aging of players all the time. Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Joe Burrow, heck, Joe Mixon, and the left tackle Jonah Williams get another year older. They bring in Lyle Collins, Ted Karras, Alex They The whole center to the right of the offensive line, which was a huge issue last year, is brand new. They're running it back with pretty much the same exact defense, which was very underrated, and Dax Hill... Rookie safety is getting rave reviews. Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. I mean, look, I think, I feel like every year they draft a receiver in the second round and we're all juicing ourselves over the second uh, that second round receiver. It was Chase Claypool at one point, Deontay Johnson, Juju, now George Pickens. It's like the M.O., of that team I'm going to make M.O.s of every team this is nothing to do with the listeners this is just a personal thing I want to do a team's M.O. and my M.O. for the Pittsburgh Steelers draft a second round receiver get everyone super hyped on him maybe he fails maybe he's successful but they do it all the time they draft the receiver James Washington the second third round they draft the receiver in the second round get everyone absolutely stoked on him and then obviously it falls how it falls I mean, some have been really successful. Like, Juju didn't quite finish the job of becoming that next guy, but he's had a good career, by and large, for an NFL player. Chase Claypool has been super solid. Deontay Johnson's their wide receiver one, a thousand-yard receiver. And George Pickens, everyone is saying, is that dude. I love Naja Harris. Cam Hayward, first of all, gem of a dude. They have the best defensive player in football. They add Miles Jack. Devin Bush was the guy. Now has kind of been a disappointment. Can you find a medium? Median. They added Minka Fitzpatrick. I think the defense is going to be really solid. I don't foresee this team making the playoffs. They might be in danger. Mike Tomlin might be in danger having his first ever losing season, which would be such a shame. Who doesn't love Mike Tomlin? Top... Is he the second best coach in football? He might be the second best head coach in football. Just off the top of my dome. Respect Andy Reid, but it might be be Mike Tomlin. Really might be. So I'll say, to close out, the first half of the AFC. Bills 1, Patriots 2. Dolphins 3, but that's tight. Jets 4 in the AFC East. In the AFC North, if everyone's healthy... I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Ravens, Bengals, Steelers, and even with Deshaun Watson coming back, Browns in the cellar. We're the charity stripe. Thanks for tuning in, fans out there. Drag both feet and So I'm gonna full count, rip that puck, hit that putt, hit your PKs because they're free, and hit your free throws. Why, guys? Because they are free. We outcha. We love you. Thank you for joining us. Please catch the Charity Stripe every Thursday at 6 p.m. on the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio.